Welcome, friends, to Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter. We bring you the greatest female voices in the music industry, from the artists, songwriters, and producers, to managers and executives, and all the women who make the music industry what it is today. Thank you for joining us. Hello, friends, and welcome to Crazy Women Country. I'm Donna. I'm here with Paula. And we are here with Sherry Rowe. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you guys today? Fantastic. Really, really good. 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 So tell us, what has 2020 been like for you? Oh, boy. I think we all have quite a dramatic story when it comes to 2020, right? Um, You know, some of the same things that I think we all could say universally. You know, the struggles of not doing the things we're used to doing, seeing the people we're used to seeing. Um, For me personally, you know, the the first thing that comes to mind is not playing shows. Um, We started out the year, uh, we had a couple really great shows at the very beginning of the year, and then everything shut down fast. And uh, it's been very challenging as an artist and a performer not connecting with my audience and my fans. That's been the biggest struggle. So um, can't wait to have things get to whatever normal looks like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's definitely going to change a bit, but uh, yeah, yeah, hopefully next yeah. year. You know, and I think both. we're all ready for some live shows again, even if it's uh, PPE and we have to go out. We're, I think we're all game for it. Yeah, yeah, same. We had a couple uh, drive-in shows scheduled here, uh, big Christmas shows. Um, that unfortunately the numbers went back up and the city even canceled those. So, um, but it's a great format, you know, moving forward as we ease back into that live concert experience. Um, you know, they're going all out with, you know, huge LED screens and full, you know, line array systems. And you can either be outside your car in sort of your zone or inside your car listening through FM transmission. So um, there's been some creative ideas in the works to get back with the fans. Oh, that's good. That sounds interesting, actually. It could be the way forward. Yes, yes, I believe so. That would be very cool. Um, so you've, got, you've had a new um, single out this year, Southwestern? Yes. Fantastic song. Absolutely fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so tell us more about this song. I, okay, so I, of course, had some amazing co-writers on the song, um, you know, Sarah Ryder and Mark Addison Chandler are both very talented. We, uh, they live in Nashville primarily. And of course I go back and forth quite a bit. So we were in on a co-write together and, uh, you know, I think the Southwest is so unique. And as you mentioned off camera, you guys have been out here and you've experienced kind of different parts of the Southwest. And, uh, even though I'm, I travel so much, this area of the world is very um, inspirational for me and it's very much who I am. I was raised here. And so the song really is about capturing what's special about this area. Cause we are part of the South and in the traditional South in the United States, uh, you know, there are things that come to mind right away, biscuits and gravy and sweet tea and uh, you know, the different, the different types of cultural things that Southerners are very notoriously proud of, you know, to be Southern proud is a catchphrase that 
we've heard many times. And so uh, we kind of started thinking about, okay, well, what makes us in the Southwest Southern proud? And uh, the song is really speaking to someone from the true South and saying, hey, you know, I love everything you guys have and I've experienced it too, but come and, you know, experience our kind of homemade, you know, and, and it's different. It's those fiery sunsets, it's tequila, it's red rocks, it's wild Mustangs. And, um, you know, there's just so many different uh, word pictures we were able to create in the song. And it, it makes me so proud to sing it. Yeah. It's a fantastic song. I must admit, I've spent most of today listening to your music and it's, it's absolutely amazing. I can't actually pick one song I like the best. Oh, so, thanks. I'm hooked on the Christmas song right now because we're in December, so. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. That's awesome. I, that song was a lot of fun to, uh, to create as well. Um, again, just, you know, everything's got a slightly different twist out here. And we filmed the music video for that song out by Lake Pleasant in the Northwest Valley, not far from my home in the middle of the desert. And we pulled an airstream out there and we actually filmed it in the middle of summer, um, the end of summer, but still it was about 107 degrees. And uh, in the video, it looks like we're enjoying winter weather, <laughs> well, Arizona style, but uh, we were bundled up. We had a campfire, we had a barbecue, we hung the Christmas lights and no one knew how extremely excruciating the heat was. Everybody hit it very well. We had all of our closest family and friends. And so the video of us dancing and having a barbecue and, and uh, experiencing Arizona Christmas um, really was very nostalgic. I look back at it now and it's sort of like a live photo album of the people that I love. So um, I love that song too. Thank you. Yeah. That's really wonderful. I mean, I've lived in Florida for quite a few number of years and um, yeah, Oh my God, same thing here. Like everything's different and you have that heat factor yeah. and there's, yeah. Yep. <laughs> so tell, um, tell us about some of your sheroes, some of the women that have inspired you to do what you're doing now. Oh my goodness. Well, you know, I, people have asked me these kinds of questions in interviews before and I, it may sound cliche, but my mom truly is t at the top of the list. I mean, she, has always inspired uh, me and my other siblings to do what we love. She's always been in my corner. She always is. Um, she's, she's my voice of reason, my, um, my inspiration and sort of that rock, you know, she really is for me. So um, I, I really don't think I'd be doing what I'm doing if she hadn't, you know, nudged me along. But um, looking back over over the years, you know, it goes back even to choir in school. You know, I remember a, one of my teachers, uh, Mrs. Gunby, went from uh, person to person. You know how very often in choir they'll go and they'll just listen to you holding out one note or singing a short melody. And they're really just trying to assess, you know, are you an alto, are you a soprano, you know, those types of things. And um, I remember her and she said, you have such a beautiful tone in your voice. And she actually was the one to encourage me to do my first solo. And um, she had a very strong faith. And so that inspired me too. She not only inspired my singing, but uh, reminded me, you know, she'd, she'd say, I'm for you or send me little notes. And so I really believe that was the start of that first real, real confidence, you know, and nudge. Um, and now I look at people like the songwriters, Natalie Hemby, who writes for um, the High Women and Miranda Lambert, Little Big Town. I've been following her career since, you know, before she was on this 
the big stage with the high women. She's been writing all the hits behind all the people on those big stages. And I look at her and now she's touring with high women. And uh, of course she's, um, she's acclaimed and she's got, she's received awards and recognition for what she's done more and more lately. And she inspires me to really look at all the different seasons of a career and how the writing is so important, how the relationships are so important, how supporting other artists is just as important as being on that stage yourself. So um, the, the, the country community is very great that way in supporting one another. Yeah. We, we've heard that a lot. I must, you know, from any artist, they've, you know, turned up in Nashville with nothing and, People say yeah. that they have a sofa for a night or, you know, they've all sort of pulled together to help each other and, you know, yeah. that sort of thing. So, yeah, it seems a, a very friendly, welcoming community. So. Very much so. That's good. That's what we need. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, there's no other way to say it. It's just one of those where you don't see it unless you're within, like, it's kind of like its own community within itself. And Yeah. Definitely. So mm -hmm. if there was someone that you could... Um, thank for helping you to get to where you are. Who would you want to thank? Oh, man. Well, it's funny that you mentioned that the teacher that I spoke of, I actually went back um, several years after I left that school and I went to the front office and she was still working there, but she wasn't there. And so I wrote out a note and I had them put it in her mailbox um, to thank her and do that exact thing. So um, her, you know, I think... Uh, Early on, there was a producer that I worked with named Phil Johnson, and he was the first one to say, um, do you write? And I had always, you know, played around with writing songs. And I said, yes, you know, I wasn't sure, you know, according to his, <laughs> his accomplishments and his repertoire, I was like, do I call myself a writer, you know, in, in, in record, you know, in, you know, standing next to him. And I said, yeah. And he said, well, show me what you have. And I remember I had just this little song, this little baby song, and it only had, it had a verse and a chorus, and I had the concept for all of it. And I showed it to him, and he was such a sweet person. And I would love to thank him, because he, he took that baby song, and he went off on his own with it, and he put together a short demo, and he finished the second verse, and he sort of like did a quick production on it. And he brought it back, and he was so excited to show me. And he literally welled up with tears and he said, this is your song. You, you did this. Like, this is, this is the potential. This is where things can go. If you, and he, from there, he just taught me kind of the basics and the fundamentals of songwriting. That's amazing. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I think everybody needs that person who's, you know, who's there to help you as much as, you know, say, mm, go do it this way or, you know, change. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. need that. <laughs> if you could um, talk to anyone now, it doesn't have to be musically now, dead or alive, who would you want to talk to, and what kind of conversation do you, would you want to have? Ooh, man! So I'm a very sentimental person, so you got me a little bit on that one. It would be my dad. Um, yeah, he's no longer with us, and he's he's up there in heaven. And I truly believe that God gives him a glimpse of everything that I'm doing, and that um, the rest of my family is up to. So I think him. Um, you know, I still talk to him and I'm sure, you know, God has his ways of working that out and he knows, but if we could have a two way conversation, I would just love to just check in with him and just tell him again that I love him, hear him tell me again 
how much he loves me and just see that little twinkle in his blue eyes. So, yeah. <laughs> That's really sweet. Um, okay, so we can move on now before we all start filling <laughs> up here. <laughs> I know. <laughs> You're like, oh Sorry. my god, no. <laughs> it's Christmas um, time. Oh, no, no, it's Christmas. Like, my goodness. <laughs> um, okay, so these are quick fire questions. Okay. I don't think just answer. They're dead easy. Right. A few fun questions for your fans to know a little bit more about you. Okay. Okay. So, early bird or night owl? Night owl. <laughs> Beach or countryside? Countryside. Favourite season? Fall. Biggest fear? Uh, not being understood. Favourite holiday? Christmas. <laughs> Favourite drink? Wine. <laughs> Red or white? White. White, okay. <laughs> That's just next to question there. Um, left or right-handed? Right. Favourite animal? Dog. Oh, yay! Yay! <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> okay, Donald's got a few more for you, so you need a bit more. Favourite colour? Yes. Blue. Tell us something that people don't naturally know about you. Oh my goodness, um, that I love to build things. <clears throat> Any special projects? Oh, my husband and I, we have completely redone our house. We've built houses in the past. Um, we're looking at buying some land and building a camp and some cabins. So lots oh, wow. of things all the way down to like, uh, you know, boxes for, you know, container gardens and things like that. <clears throat> so tell us other than that, one of your hobbies. Yeah, that is definitely one of the hobbies. <laughs> also, camping. Uh, my family and I love to just get completely off-grid, out in the middle of nowhere, um, and just living off the land. So, yeah. Wonderful. If you were a musical, what musical would you be? Ooh, that's a tough one. I've been loving musicals lately. Um, oh... Okay, so maybe not the entire musical, but there's a song in Hamilton lately that every time I see it, I well up. Um, uh, I don't remember the title off the top of my head, but who lives, who dies, who tells your story. There's a song in Hamilton that every time I think, wow, you know, what legacy am I leaving? You know, what are people going to remember, you know, and what can I do that's going to outlast me, you know, and so... That song right now is moving me a lot. <laughs> Perfect. If you were a Disney character, what character would you be? Ooh, that's fun. Um, oh, my goodness. I have lots of big Disney fans in my life, so I have to answer this <laughs> well. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's a tough one. Uh, you know, I, I used to own a house cleaning business for a living and I've earned a lot of my way cleaning houses. So right now I kind of feel like Cinderella because <laughs> I'm doing what I love to do. And I feel like I've, you know, worked really hard and my family didn't necessarily have it easy. And I feel like I have this wonderful husband and this wonderful life and I get to do what I love. So there are many times when that makes me definitely feel like a princess. 
I like that. I like that comparison. That was really cool. <laughs> if you're a mythical creature, what creature would you be? A mythical creature? Wow, you guys, these are good questions. <laughs> a mythical creature? Some kind of bird. I don't know off the top of my head what it would be, but I would love to fly. Um, so I, I can't think of who in particular, but some type of, some type of feathery creature. <laughs> we can make that one up. We can make up our own mythical creature, can we? Yes. <laughs> if there is a song that you could recommend that's currently like your favorite song right now that you you would recommend to your best friend, what song is it? Oh, man. I love Bluebird by Miranda Lambert. I love that song so much. I just, it, it just makes me think of so. I, I love birds, as I just mentioned about the feathery creature, but um, birds remind me of my mom. Uh, my dad always called me um, his canary, um, you know, and I just feel like I, Miranda and I, I feel like she's just salt of the earth. And I just, I love her perspective on things. And Natalie Hemby co-wrote on that. So Bluebird. Perfect, perfect. Okay, one final question. I hope you're ready for this. This is the most important question ever. Okay. okay. Who is your favorite CWC host? Oh, boy, oh, boy. How, that's impossible to choose. <laughs> My goodness. Equally, equally crazy, equally eccentric, <laughs> equally beautiful, equally oh. kind, oh. equally generous. And equally creative. So thank you both for having me on. There's she's, no she's way I She's definitely our favorite now. Yeah, <laughs> she was going to the top of the list now. So sweet. She's, that's the best answer ever. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Oh. So tell us, what does 2021, I've got to write this time, um, yes. look like for you at the moment, what you're sort of heading towards? 2021 holds a lot of hope, and I, and I think that that's the message that we all want to hear. But for me in particular, shows are getting booked. Um, I'm looking at some new opportunities. I've, uh, is ironically, the same day that my shows for Christmas got canceled because of the rise in COVID numbers, on that same day, I got a call from someone that uh, – Gave me some great news. So that, that will definitely open a lot of doors in 2021 to new audiences and new shows and a bigger platform. So I'm excited to share all that with my fans as it, un, as it unfolds. Um, always new music. Um, and my, my biggest hope is just to see everybody face to face again. That'd be perfect. That would be good. That would be good. Yes. But if you do have any big news and you want to um, share it, Come back to us. We could do a live show. We can make sure we get out there for you. That would be absolutely fantastic. I would love that. Thank you. <laughs> good, good, good. So, yeah, it's been fun talking to you. Absolutely amazing. So thank you That's very so much fun for joining us. Thank you very much. I loved it. You girls just wonderful. And have a wonderful holiday season. And uh, Feliz Navidad. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. And, uh, Merry Christmas. Thank you. No <laughs> If you enjoyed today's episode of Crazy Women Country, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Be sure to click the subscribe button for new interviews weekly. And thank you, friends, for joining us today on Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter.